Welcome to No Capping with Brujita Mala. It's your girl, Ariana Lynn, and I am here today with Mariah, our Cali ambassador. What's good, everyone? And today we're going to be talking about sleeping with the enemy. So yes, it's a really heavy topic, but it's something that must be spoken about. Um, so I guess we'll just get right into it. So when we talk about sleeping with the enemy, we're going to talk about at least seven or eight signs that you girls should watch out for. Um, this is how you're going to, you know, be able to know if this guy is a danger to you or not. Uh, chances are, if you're sleeping with the enemy, you already know. So I'm going to talk off of experience. and I know that Mariah is too. But the first thing we're going to talk about is something called the savior complex, because it does go into a lot of the red flags that I am going to list. The savior complex is when somebody makes you believe that um, they are the end of all, that there's no life without them, or your world must revolve around them. So this is how you know when you're sleeping with the enemy. When you're with a person or when you're with a guy and you know that he does not want you to be in a better financial position, a better um, social status. He, he, he wants you to be under his thumb, okay? He wants you good, but good because he allows you to be good. Never better than him. But without further ado, let's go um, into the first red flag of sleeping with an enemy. So these are all signs that you guys can pick up before you enter a really toxic and dangerous situation. So... Number one, the bashing of the ex. In the first one or two dates, you know, if you're if the man that you're talking to is bashing his ex, has really negative things to say about her, you should be concerned. Now, this is a mechanism they use to put you to make you feel like you're on a pedestal above the ex, like you're wearing some type of crown, like, you know, you won some kind of prize. Um, also, it makes you like, if you're an empath, they try to open you up like to their, to, to make you soft on them. Okay. But that's before they let their little horns peak. So bashing the ex sounds like, my ex was crazy. She was a whore. She cheated on me. She took my money. She she used me for my money. She slept with all my friends. You know, she could have done all that, but you don't need to bash her to me. Um, if you get in a relationship with a guy or you're starting to talk to him, but he is still um, making his ex's life a living hell, meaning arguing, bashing, posting about her on social media, even bringing her name up in a in a if you guys are laying down in bed talking and the ex is a topic of conversation, please know that's a big fat red flag. You should, you know, you should just know that that girl has it very, very hard. And so what, I was about to say, so Mariah, what do you think? <laughs> Go ahead. So one thing that I noticed like very common with guys who do that is it usually is a self-reflection on them and how they were in that previous relationship. Because I've had guys where they've, oh, she was a cheater. She was this, she was that. And then turns out when I get to know him, it, he's the cheater. He's the one, he's the deceiver. He's the one that was controlling. So I will give you guys an example. Um, I got into a relationship with someone. I will not mention any names, but I got into this relationship. And, you know, I thought that, I had a prize. So, um, but he also had that, that red flag number one, which was my, my ex is a whore. She's a slut, blah, 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 blah. But 
you was living with her and she was taking care of you. You know what I mean? So I let him feed me that until, and I even went as far as being delusional when I seen them texting each other back and forth and sent her a picture of my ass and said, he's mine now, you know, get off his dick. Like it's over, bitch. But when, what did she say to me? She said, girl, you don't even know what you have in store. You have no idea what's coming to you. He's a bum. He's using you for a place to stay. He's a cheater. He's a beater. He's the worst kind. And I told her, suck my dick. I don't want to hear it. And maybe approximately three days later, I found out why um, there was so much hatred between the two of them because he was everything she said, a cheater, a beater, and a bum. Red flag number two is going to be when you're dealing with someone who does not want you to have opinion on anything, whether it be politics, whether it be if you like boxing, whether it be um, what kind of music, you are not allowed to have your own identity. The world revolves around this person. So what this looks like is, hey, babe, I, I, re I really like um, the little Wayne video that you know just dropped, like I'm feeling the song. And your man turns around and tells you, that song is all is for hookers, honestly. Only hookers listen to that kind of music, so I'm not really into it. Boom, shuts you down. You'll never talk about music again. Make you feel like, you know, maybe I am a hooker for listening to this kind of music. That That is um like a, a brainwashing tactic that they use. Not allowing you to have your own personal opinion on diddly squat. They will cut you off and literally stop you from speaking. That is a huge red flag. That is like... um. You know, you go out apartment hunting with your spouse and he shuts you down whenever you speak your opinion. I, I don't want to hear it. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't have the knowledge. You don't, you don't know about this stuff. Leave this stuff to me. Being dismissive of your opinions in general. This is going to lead in also to them dismissing every goal and aspiration you have. Um, a lot of, you know, covert narcissists or, you know, basically the enemy they will um, listen to the things that you want and minimize it. Hey, babe, I got a promotion at work today. Oh, well, um, I booked you a trip to Las Vegas, so forget about your promotion. Who cares about that promotion? It always has to, he has to be center stage. And the grand gestures that this person gives to you is not because they, um, you know, are doing it out of like a good place. It's do they're doing it because they want to have leverage over you. They want to hold things over your head. Um you know, they will hold gifts over your head. They will hold rent over your head. They will make you feel like you cannot survive without them or your compliment, your accomplishments are diddly squat. You know, it, it doesn't matter if you got a $2 raise. It doesn't matter if you work all day with blisters on your feet. I'm the king and bow down. That's how you know when you're sleeping with an enemy. Another thing that these people will do or when you're sleeping with the enemy, you will feel like... Um, like I said, beneath their thumb, and they will try to financially abuse you. What this looks like is, oh, um, you you get paid, let's say you get paid $400 off a check, but your man has thousands of dollars. He, he's, he's, he's doing it big. He will make sure that you spend your last dollar trying to survive so that he can feel like the grandiose. So when, you know, he's made you pay all the bills, he's made you buy all the food, he's made you do all, all the um, providing with your little check, this guy will come with tens of thousands of dollars in his bank account and do the bare minimum, like buy you a pair of shoes. And then want you to, you know, how do you say, like, 
give him a thousand cookies because he did one thing nice for you. Meanwhile, you're completely drained, tired, and you feel like you've been in a battlefield just trying to survive. Mind you, this is your partner. That's when you know you're sleeping with the enemy. So while we're talking about money, um, I want to re reach out to speak, speak to my prison wives, prison girlfriends, okay, or jail girlfriends, jail wives, okay. Um, basically, when you know you're you're taking care of him, you buy him commissary, you put money on his books, you buy him packages, and you know you work your ass off. You fucking have blisters on your feet. You're so fucking tired that when you get home, like sometimes you won't even make it to take a shower or not even make it to the bed. You sit down and you freaking crash out because you're tired. You're out here grinding, not just for you and you know the responsibility, the responsibilities that you have to take care of, but also for your man who is incarcerated. Oh, but if you're too tired and you can't answer the phone or you forget to put money on his books in time or get him a, a package, whatever, right? Oh, then, then you, bitch, this, bitch, you're lazy, bitch. What, like, what? Hell no. And it's like, boy, you, you don't know what I'm out here doing just to make sure that me and the home that you're coming out to is, you know, is stable, but I'm over here feeding you over here, putting money in, in, in your stuff. What? So you can have some ramen, some honey buns, motherfucking watches and eat what they give you. Oh, How about that? How about that? Let them starve. So like, I'm a piggyback off of what Mariah just said, because you know, the verbal abuse that these enemies, and it's crazy. Cause I'm not talking about your ex. I'm talking about the person that you live with that is supposed to be helping you build a home. This is what that podcast is about. But like, how about when the person you sleep with goes so fucking low? Like Mariah just said, you know, getting called out your name, you know, you're sleeping with the net with an enemy when the insults that they use against you are not normal insults. They are below the belt insults. Like, you know, you talk about your childhood trauma and he gets angry over a dish or he gets angry over not being able to, you know, check your phone and he starts talking about the worst of the worst things that you've ever even expressed or was vulnerable about. You know, it, it's not, it's more than just being called a bitch. It's, you'll never be anything without me. It's, I'm, I fucked 50 bitches on you and I don't give a fuck. You're worthless or you're a thought or, you know, you're, you get that. You're a thought, you're a hoe, you're a bitch. And then the next day it's, baby, I love you. Can I see you? I need to be with you. And, and the crying and the crocodile tears. That is what you call love bombing. It's a lack, it's a lack of respect. So I want to piggyback off of what um, Ariana was saying and basically, you know, talk about when they hit below the belt about, you know, the shit you've been through, your traumas. So specifically what I'm talking about is, okay, boom. So most women in their lives have been sexually assaulted in one way or another in one way or another, whether it's just molestation, groping, you know, whether it's cat call, whatever, right? Sexual assault, sexual harassment is real. And when you confide in a man, you think that you could trust him and, you know, you, you break down those walls and, and you tell him your traumas, you tell him what you've been through. And then one day he goes and uses that against you, like, oh, oh, you will hold because this is and that. Or saying, oh, well, what if you actually enjoyed it? Or you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, there's guys who definitely um they use their tongue as razor blades because they're they're too pussy to go outside and go knock out the next man that they see walking. So they rather um, verbally berate the women in their homes and in their lives. So if you feel like these um, insults are too below the belt, and you know, no insults are okay. Domestic violence is never okay in, in no situation. But if you feel like those insults are hitting really, really low, chances are you're sleeping with the enemy. Another thing, another red flag we're going to talk about is the constant social media and phone checking. I understand like we, you know, we're in a culture where hashtag toxic, hashtag, you know, I'm going to go through my man's phone, but it gets to a level of like a total invasion of space where you know you're not doing anything wrong, but you still feel the need to sleep with your phone under your pillow just because you don't want him going through it because you feel like no matter what is in that phone, he will find something to be angry about. The You get up to go pee in the middle of the night, you wake up, he's checking your phone. You go, He'll tell you, go make me a tea because he, see, he sees that your phone is left alone and you'll come back and he's checking your phone. Um, the monitoring your social media or telling you, oh, I'll delete my social media right now. We don't need to have social media. No, it's a plot to get you off of social media because give it a few months. You could go take a look and his social media will be back up. Um, the constant, you're cheating, you're cheating. Let me see your phone. Um, things of that nature. That's a huge red flag. All that accusations. And you know what? Let, let me say this. Nine times out of fucking ten, it's not, oh, it's just, you know, I'm scarred from my past. Oh, yeah, that's what they hit you, you with. You know what it is? You know what it really is? It's them doing it themselves, doing it to you, and they want to make sure that, they, that you're not doing it to them because that's their guilty conscience. Yes, exactly. So let me tell y'all a little story. I was going through months and months and months of um red flag number four that we're on the checking of the phone and the social media and it got to the point mm -hmm. where you know i want i was being bad it got to the point where it was like dude you're you're the worst of the worst you're you're a beater a hitter a cheater i'm gonna talk to whoever i want to talk to but whenever he would get his his phone uh his hands on my phone it would be huge huge explosions um until one day i decided to do the same and let me tell you i was completely dumbfounded by everything I found in the phone. I wasn't even mad. I was relieved that I found everything in that phone because I was like, finally, I have a reason to go be a city girl. Cause honestly, I deserve to be a city girl. All the accusations, all the, the fucking abuse that, you know, I take and a lot of girls take because they're afraid to go pick up their, that guy's phone. And honestly, like if they're doing this to you, chances are you already know that they're dealing with other girls. Like it's not a surprise. So this is just a red flag. Ooh, girl. So like, I want to talk about boundaries. Boundaries is something that girls really have to um, evolve and learn how to put up. A lot of girls will um, let a lot of shit slide to the point where now you're getting trampled all over type shit. So what I mean by that is this is just a like a little announcement. Like, I don't take I don't take little butt slaps lightly. Don't grab my ass. Don't fucking grab me by my arm hard. Don't 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 grope me. Don't do none of that. Cause if you do, like I feel the right, it's my boundary that I put up. 
unless I told you grab on my ass and grope me all up, you're going to know I want that too. Like if you, if I didn't give you the green light, you might just get punched in your face. You might just get hit with a bottle or, you know, like I'll, I'll take that shit serious. So boundaries is something that you learn over time. You know where your boundaries are. What happens when a man starts to cross those boundaries? What does it look like? Boom. You first meet a, you, you, you first meet a guy and two days later, he wants to pick you up in front of your house. You never asked him to chill. You not, you, you want to text. You like to text and get to know. He's already popping up uh, in front of your house. He refuses to take no for an answer. No, I need to see you. I want to see you. I'm popping up. You tell him no. Two, two hours later, boom, he's in front of your house. Come outside. Somebody who has no boundaries. Somebody you tell, you know, I'm not really interested in hanging out today, maybe another day. And they still show up to your place of work or they show up to, you know, where you're around. How about this scenario? Somebody who has no boundaries, they do stuff like this. This is the actual story that's happened. Um, you, Hey, Ari, what are you doing? What you're up to? Nothing. I'm, I'm actually in Brooklyn right now, you know. Um, I'm about to take the ferry and go home. Oh, I really want to see you. Can I see you? Nah, I'm not really in the mood to chill. Like, I want to go home. I'm tired. I want to sleep. Okay, no problem. Boom. Now I get to the front of the ferry. My New Yorkers, y'all know what I'm talking about. I get to the front of the ferry. And here this guy is standing there, chilling with a whole bunch of people that he doesn't know, smoking a cigarette, waiting outside the ferry, waiting to see if he sees me. And and what do you think? That, that turns a bitch on and makes her nipples hard? No, it's like, eat, eat, eat. So now I see him and I'm with my mom. My mom could literally vouch for this story. I see him and I'm like running to get into the boat. I'm like, I don't know. I'm freaked out. Like he's, I feel like he's right, stalking me. Right. So now I'm hiding in the boat with my mom. Too. Right. And I see him literally walking throughout the whole entire boat. Cause he Checking doesn't see you. me looking for me Hell literally no. on some stalker shit. Now that is somebody who do not have boundaries. Mm. Okay, that's how that's a man that you would definitely be sleeping with the enemy. That's a Michael Myers shit. Yeah. Another red flag, being with somebody who feels like as a woman, being a homebody is the only way. There's a lot of girls who are homebodies. That's perfectly fine. But when your man is making you feel like hanging out with your friends is um being a whore, basically. You know what I mean? If you walk to the store, mm. did you fuck somebody? Mm. Or, oh, I bet there was guys looking at you. I, mm. Oh, those are all red flags, girls. Those little comments, please, please pick up on them. Don't don't think, oh, he's jealous. It's cute. It's not cute. No. It's not cute because before you know it, you're isolated. And we're going to talk a little bit about isolation now. So when I talk isolation, I'm talking about not only from your friends and your family, because you will see, they will find problems with the people that are most close to you. Like they will, I don't like your mom. I don't, I don't like your friends. I don't like your best friend. I don't like mm. your uncle. I don't, I don't like your school teacher. I don't like your boss. They're fake. Trust me. They're, they're fake. fake. They're fake. Or, oh, that person must want to fuck you. Or, you know, they're yeah. always looking for a war with the people that you love the most. It's because they want to isolate you. I've, I've seen it. Um, you know, and, and before you know it, you do become brainwashed and you, all you can talk about is your, that, that guy, all you mm -hmm. can, you don't even know how to hold, um, an intelligent conversation without re reverting back to, you know, but my, my boyfriend said, and the other day I was with my man and nobody gives a fuck. We all know you're brainwashed. Just wake up, wake up, wake up, get out the matrix, bitches. Like this needs to end. Your world mm -hmm. does not start and end with a man. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm a little bit curious too, Mariah, since like you're a prison wife or like a prison girlfriend. Um, how, what are the ways that they try to isolate you? Oh girl. So there, there's different ways, you know, because, um, and I'm going to kind of touch back on, on the previous, um, sign red flag whatever you want to call it um with the social media checking you know because they're locked up they're in prison they're in jail they're in the feds whatever their ca the case may be you know so they're limited to how they can uh keep tabs on you how they can control you but don't get it twisted because just because they're restricted doesn't mean that they're not you know these motherfuckers are smart and they're clever and they find their ways so like with the social media checking you know they they have their their partners their sister their brother you know their, their best friend stalking and checking your social media you know having them drive by your place right and as far as the whole isolation thing you know they they want to tell you oh um you, you can't you can't go hang out with your friends or when you tell them that you're gonna go hang out with family oh who's gonna be there like, are your cousins bringing friends or, you know is it just family or or then you know some guys are so twisted that they will be like oh is that your real cousin is that your real family? oh I have something else I have another one um when you're with someone who will not allow you to be at an all-girls event because they still need to be there with right. you right next to you. That is just weird. If they need to be around your homegirls all the time, they need on to mon hip. on your hip monitoring you, it's one thing you're going to a club. It's another thing right. you're going to your, your homegirls for brunch. Or, you know, it's an all-girls event and you feel like, oh, if I don't invite him, I'm going to be in trouble. Or, you know, right. he won't allow me to go. Nah, wake up. That shit is abuse. That's, That's fucking oh. brainwash. That's like, you know, he has already scrubbed your brain with right. mictolin and, and made it, and you know, nice and clean the way he wants yeah. it. You girls need to fucking wake up. Like, what do you mean that you, you he won't allow you to do something? He won't allow you to go hang out with your friends, allow you to go hang out with your family. No, that that's overboard. So the next red flag that we're going to talk about is when you can't even watch a TV show with um, the, your partner because they're super triggered. If, you know, it depends. Cer certain men have different triggers. I have seen this with a couple of guys. So, like, I'll give you guys example. I've seen a man get super triggered by independent women. So, mm. like, if I'm watching a show that has a really strong independent female lead, yeah. it's corny. I don't want to watch this or I don't fuck with this or, right. you know, turn this off or, you know, you try to talk to him about a strong independent woman or, you know, he's not feeling it. Or there's shows on the TV where um, there's a couple and the man treats his woman really, really good. They cannot sit through a show like that because it reflects the way that, you know, they treat you. They don't want right. you to see those things. And start thinking, why, why, why am I you not getting treated right. that way? So they're fucking independent mm -hmm. women bashers. Or mm -hmm. um, they're against, they tell you sweet gestures are corny. Right. A sweet gesture is never something corny, okay? Or, or, or like, oh, he's pussy whipped. Yeah, like that's not, you know, or, or ew, he's a simp, or I don't do that mm -hmm. soft ass shit. Listen, right. give me a gangster in the streets. 
but give me a softy in the sheets. I want someone who wants to rub my feet and, and give me kisses and, and, and want to do all of that for me. And they're out there. And they're, they're out, out there. there. And that don't make them pussy because those yep. same guys will literally pull out, you know what, uh, on anybody who tries to disrespect his girl. Yep. So there's two levels of men out there. There's the, the man that disrespects his girl at home mm-hmm. and treats her like shit. And then there's the men out there that would literally gun butt somebody who disrespected his chick. Yep. So which one, of, which one of those do you guys want? So... The last red flag, even though I could give you like at least 30 more, um, the last red flag that I'm going to touch on is going to be when you meet a man and he's hyper fixated on gender roles, meaning a woman. Well, what's a woman's job when he's constantly talking about oh, how he was raised and how his mother and his sisters raised him and all the women in his life did this, this and that and they're traditional women and there's nothing wrong with being a traditional woman, but let me tell you, when we talk about tradition, we got to we got to talk about this day and age. Right. We're not talking about the 1950s. So, you know, I'll, I'll hear a man say, oh, a woman is supposed to cook. She's supposed to clean. She's supposed to fuck her man at least three times a day. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to take care of children and, you know, um, keep herself looking beautiful and right. blah, 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 blah. Okay. How about when that same guy lives with his mother? Or is living on his homie's couch and don't got a whip and be mm-hmm. still taking the buses. You still got you you still have the right to talk about what gender roles are? How, or how about when a guy like that is talking to a girl like one of us, Mala Squad, y'all know who y'all are, who we independent, we have our own businesses. We we do we do all our shit for ourselves. What the fuck you talking about, gender roles? Maybe you should be maybe you should be my housewife, buddy. Because girl, if I gotta fuck if girl, if I gotta cook. I got to clean. Nowadays, we paying the bills. We paying the rent. We taking care of the kids. We could do all of that on our own. So you tell me what type of gender roles there's going to be here. What are you good for? Because nowadays, men are not even meeting the quota of providing, protecting. You guys are not even meeting the quota of protecting and providing. Y'all watching women get beat up outside. Y'all watching girls get robbed outside. Y'all not protecting y'all women. Y'all fucking... um, Saying they're cheating, raping, doing all kinds of crazy shit to y'all women. Or y'all standing by and whipping out cameras when that shit happens. Y'all letting your women have to fucking pay rent, bills, all that by herself. Like, or, you know, but then you want gender roles. Right. There ain't no gender roles. You know how you could go on YouTube right now and go uh, find a video of a man knocking out a woman. All right. In the street, on the train or wherever. And then. I'm not, I, you don't got to watch it, but I want you to see how many other men are standing around watching this happen. So please get your, get the basics down before you start telling us females who literally bear children, push them out, run businesses, clean, clean the crib, keep whole, a whole entire households up and still manage to be bad bitches. Tell me what gender roles um, you want us to have. And then I also want to touch on, you know, the, the, what Ari said about the traditions, right? So I've seen this happen first hand where a guy thinks that you know basically that he can berate that he can abuse physically emotionally mentally verbally you know they're, they're women and that they should just lay down and take it and because that because that's what they saw they saw their mom go through it they saw their grandma go through it and let me let, let me tell you this is where it gets real toxic okay 
when the mothers and the grandmothers co-sign and they're like, oh, well, it's okay. He's a man. And we all go through it. No, no, sis. We don't all go through it because I've seen fucking women who like their men would never even dare not even dare talk to their woman yes. or, or, or put, lay a finger exactly. on their woman. Exactly. So let me say this. What Mariah just said is a whole fact. What you get from people or from the men that you deal with is what you you basically putting out into the world. Because when you got boundaries, there's certain shit that right. they will never dare do. So like I say, yep. this is this is just me. A lot of girls out there, they say, I don't care. He could fuck with this bitch. He could fuck with that bitch. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck as long as he's coming home to me at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the type of bitch that's saying, you're going to drop dead. But my, I want my man to be so scared for, of me ever finding out he disrespected me with another bitch. That means texting, flirting, fucking kissing, doing anything that he would rather throw himself in front of a bus before that shit gets to me. If you're going to cheat before on me... Before he even does it. Yeah, before you do it. But if you're going to cheat on me, you make sure you tell that bitch you ready to, you, you ready to keep your mouth shut or die because this shit is never getting back to my shorty. Like on some real, you know... Italiano shit. You know how they used to have their mistresses, but them bitches would never dare disrespect the wife because they'll get one in their head? If it's not like that, then I don't want it. And honestly, I don't share my men. So the men in my life, they know, yo, when it comes to Ari... If I'm going to fuck with another bitch, um, she's going to dub me. Like, if she finds out, she, if I really care about you, you know, God be with you because I can't say what I'm going to do. But, you know, if I don't care, I'm straight dubbing you. So there's boundaries. You're never going to hit me. You're never going to snatch my phone from my hand. You're never going to make me feel like you pressing me, like, for nothing. That's something that those are my boundaries. So the second you start acting too controlling for my liking or, mm-hmm. you know, acting a little bit soft because you can't take my personality. You think that you want to be like above me or you want to have authority over me. Right. You're getting dubbed because in a relationship, it's not about authority. It's about yeah. I want to submit to my man because he's so he's so good of a man that I he deserves it. He deserves my feminine side. Yes. I want I want to feed him strawberries. I want to make yes. love to him. Not if you fucking demanding that from me. Give me give me science to submit to. Right. And then let me piggyback off of that. Because a lot of guys are like, oh, masculine women, you know, they're intimidated by independent women. Women that know their worth and will not settle for less. Like, mother, what are you? Yeah, that's know? their favorite line, too. Oh, you're mad manly. You're mad masculine. Right. You think you're a man. I could never. You, when a man tells you that. That's another sign to see that you're sleeping with the enemy. Yep. All you got to do is tell them, I could never be a man. You see this beautiful flower I got between my legs? I, I could go find out if another man thinks I'm manly. Do you want me? Do you want Do you want that? Because you're the only one who thinks I'm manly. And if I'm manly, you need to question right. yourself. Right. So why I'm filling that role and why my right. divine masculine is taking over my feminine. Right. Because you're not a divine masculine. You're a fucking karmic. Right. You're, yeah, no. And, and, and then let me, let me piggyback off of that. Like... As, as a woman, right, with a man, if you're not naturally submissive, if you don't, if, if you're just not naturally submissive to them, it don't then fit. something is wrong. Something is wrong. Why? Because it should just flow. It should just click. Yeah. You and- know, and, and, and that's a big red flag that you're sleeping with the enemy when your subconscious is not even comfortable to be. In your in that energy woman, with that person, yeah, you know, divine feminine energy, that that is like something higher telling you, yeah, like is wrong. I don't want to get like too much into um like spirituality, but what I will say is, you know, 
you, when you're with a karmic, your soul will always be uneasy in some way. Yeah. Okay. When, now, when you meet a twin flame or even a soulmate, it just feels right. You're not, you're not feeling like you're walking on eggshells. It, it feels euphoric. It feels like love. So don't mistake toxicity for love because yep. a lot of you girls are sleeping with the enemy. And that is, and that is no capping with Ruhita Mala. Like, you know, I love all you girls and I hope that you guys just take the messages that we give you on these podcasts to, you know, be on your P's and Q's and whatnot. So mm-hmm. next week, I think we're going to do a podcast, um, me and my mom, because Mariah, unfortunately, we will be back in Cali, but me and my mom are going to do a podcast um, about the main chick and side chick phenomenon that is going on and how I think um, you should be working things. And you never know, maybe I'll have a few anonymous main chicks on my show and a few anonymous side chicks. And let's hear what's the tea. Anyways, I'm off this, guys.